Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Now we're live on location. I am doing this from work. <laughs> but um, y'all know me. Every time something comes on my mind, everything, something pops up, I got to record it. Hence the name Pop-Up Podcast. So, first thing on my mind, let's go to the entertainment side of things. Let's start talking about this Loki. So, man, Loki, what you guys think? I wish I had a like, comment, and subscribe, but you guys are listening to me. Told you guys, send in your, your questions and your comments. I always put the link out on my social media. That's Big Irv 716. So, talking about Loki. As we're looking at the Loki, we're kind of lost for a minute. We kind of wanted to see what Loki was all about on this aspect. Was it going to be the Loki from uh, the end, around Endgame, Infinity War? Was it going to be the one that was from the first Avengers movie? Come to find out it was the one from the first Avengers movie, but also an Endgame that picked up the Tesseract and disappeared. So the story picks up from where he switches to, or shall we say, abrupts the timeline to what they call, I forget the name of the uh, the guys, the characters, but they, um, oh, that's why it's like that. Um, they gave him the title of Variant, basically a person that destroys the timeline and they end up snatching him and refix what was broken so with the first episode you learn a lot of things about Loki that I do like um, so it's from the aspect that we know what happens to Loki later on in the story of the Avengers and the Affinity Saga but he doesn't know so he's basically living off the mischief of stuff that hasn't happened yet when we already know the situation later on. So, when it comes to the Loki storyline, we get a nice little aspect because we know that he is semi-good, but then he's still that frost giant, but then he's semi-bad. So, he hasn't experienced any of that yet. So, he gets a nice little blip of that experience in this episode so you learn a lot um, basically the people that kidnapped them for changing the timeline uh, come from a specific place that doesn't really have time so time goes on for basically ever I know I'm making this sound kind of boring I'm trying to do this explanation without my notes right now because I am at work so um for me, after watching the first episode, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I basically just put my explanation toward the fact that I wanted to rewatch it, get a better understanding of what might happen in the next episode, which was aired today. Today's Wednesday. Um, so as I watched the second episode, I got a better viewpoint of the first episode. So 
I won't give it away who the person is that they're looking for, but it's a familiar face, sort of. Let's just say that he's being taken as a variant because of someone that is familiar in the storyline of the Avengers. So that's where it gets interesting. They try to use Loki's mind to figure out the variant and how they're destroying the timelines. And that's when it gets very, very, very interesting. So, deep down, Loki realizes that the things that he used to get over, he can't really use for a reason that I won't say, but it makes the storyline that much more interesting. So, when you do sit down and watch this first couple episodes of Loki, just keep an open mind. For me, if I wanted to rank the Marvel shows after the first couple episodes for each show, going from bottom to top, I would put WandaVision because around the second episode of WandaVision, you kind of didn't know how the story was going to progress, but you kind of saw some things at the end of the episode to make you continue to want to continue to watch. Um, then I would put the Loki basically for the same situations. Like, you know how the story progressed, you know where you're going, but you kind of want to continue to watch because you feel like there's going to be things added onto it that makes those first two episodes money. And then I will put the Falcon and the Winter Soldier at the, at the top, basically because the action made it more enjoyable for me, the first two episodes. So just continuously watching Loki. I want to see where it progressed. I think it's eight episodes. So we're still early on. I want to give a better review after the fourth episode. Um, but as of right now, without giving any spoilers, um, if you're a Marvel fan, go ahead and jump into it. If not, and you want to binge, I'd rather you wait till like the third or fourth episode and then binge so you have a full-on understanding of what's going on in this television show. So, as far as the entertainment side for Loki, that's where my mindset is right now. So next, I'm going to start talking about Superman and Lois. And boy, oh boy, I wish... I should have. I wish I'd reviewed this on my last pop up podcast, but I haven't reviewed Superman and Lois since my third pop up podcast. So it's a lot of stuff we have to catch up on. So let's go on to that next. All right, y'all. So let's keep it common, but as I mentioned, we're going to talk about that Superman and Lois. Man, this might possibly be my favorite DC show running. I was so in love with Arrow. I had a, a love-hate relationship with Flash. Uh, Supergirl can go in the garbage. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow can go in the garbage. Uh, Black Lightning, love-hate relationship. Loved it the first couple seasons. Hated how that last couple seasons went. Oh, my God. But this Superman and Lois? Man, I kind of wish COVID didn't hurt the production to make it so it had such a long break. I think it had like a two month break at one point and then restarted back up. But man, listen, when I tell you, if you can go back and binge watch Superman and Lois and I will, <laughs> I've been DVR in it and I saved every episode. I'm going to go back to the beginning. I mean, from, the story behind how Superman has to manage not telling his family, then 
something going on to what he has to do regarding that. I'm not going to snitch. Um, to his twin sons moving from, I mean, this is in the trailer, so it's not spoiler. So from the twins changing their lives from moving from Metropolis and they end up moving to Smallville when, when uh, Clark's mom passes. So they end up moving into mom's home, um, how their lives are reacted to moving to Smallville and how both of them have drastic changes in their lives. Um, to to meeting up with a childhood friend and how that storyline is untangling because of uh Clark's and that childhood friend's history and how that that their kid links up with the twins. I mean I mean I'm loving it, man. Um to to Lois's dad and his arrogance and 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um oh, it's it it's kind of a word that you use for his his he's being ignorant to the fact that of what's every what's going on in the world just because of some situations and and obviously in his position he has to think the way that he does but come on you, you, at this point you have to understand but my word my word i'm in, i'm loving and enjoying every moment of this i had a kind of a hiccup there was a character that popped in that was kind of like, are you serious? Like, nah, you want to just drag it out. But I got over it because they actually threw out who the character was. And if they want to, they can make a spinoff show on this one person. And I think that's probably what the plan was. But I got a feeling he's going to come back later on. Um, they made you think it was one person and it actually wasn't. I, he kind of figured maybe like second episode that the person showed up that it wasn't who you thought it was and who they said it was. So I kind of like phased out on who the person kept saying it was in like the second episode. So I was just like, yeah, I wait for a backstory. And then they gave you the backstory and it was amazing. So, oh my goodness. In this most recent episode, you find out a discovery about Clark and the situation that happened before he came to earth and it was technically a situation that um he was put in um but he ended up turning out to do something completely different and this and it's become superman that we know and love right now but listen 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 if you have a chance to binge watch superman and lois i'm telling you if you're a comic book fan, if you're not a comic book fan and you just like good storytelling, you might enjoy this. I'm telling you, man. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I know everybody's going to say, oh, CW shows is corny. Listen, man. Listen, man. I, it might be one corny thing that I've seen so far. And it, it's something that they just had to add, you know. But I got over it because it didn't last. I'm excited. I think it's two or three more episodes left oh i'm tired of these 10 episode seasons bring back the shows with 15 to 20 episodes and i know you can't do it money but my word i'm telling you i know i know you're tired of me saying it but i'm telling you you got to got to check it out got to check it out got to check it out Whew. oh my word okay so i'm gonna make this pop up I'm not going to say short, short and sweet, but it's going to be under hour. It's probably going to be under, above 40. So the next topic we're going to get to, uh, we got to go to the video games. My love-hate relationship. And at this time, 
I'm sharing some love, baby, but I'm going to end it with some hate, and you'll see why. Just pause for this special, special, special message. I got to pay some bills, man. All right, so as you guys know, this week is the Triple E's, the entertainment. It's E3, E3, okay? I forget what what all three E's stand for. I'll say it later on, but I forgot. Um, So basically, this past week is E3. It's still going on right now. Um, It's Entertainment Software Association. That's not what E3 stands for. Anyway, it's the, it's the entertainment convention that's going on right now. Um, obviously, you can't have the same thing. Entertainment, electronic entertainment experience, E3. That's what it is. Oh, I knew it was going to come to me. Um, so, this E3 was very interesting. And for all you Sony PlayStation fans, you're not going to like E3 ever again. They just decide they're just not going back to E3. So, as a as a PlayStation fan, not as much as I used to be with PS2 and the early stages of PS3. But to, to all those PlayStation fans, uh, big big two fingers to Sony for not ever going back to E3. Ugh. But man, to all those Xbox fans, I tell you what, Xbox is giving you a reason for the next three years to own Game Pass and save some dough in the process. Let me tell you something. With all these games going up to $70 on the next generation... And Sony just refusing to make a plan for the gamers to be able to game. Microsoft is stepping up big time. Now, now to anybody that's not a Microsoft fan, I know, I know. Microsoft ain't got no games. They ain't got no games. I'll tell you one thing. Pay $15 a month if you got PC and an Xbox. Pay $10 a month if you just want to get the games for Xbox. And you can play over 150 games right now. 150 for $10. $10 a month? So basically, you download two games and you're saving $20. Just for getting game pass. Now listen, let me tell you something. So if you get a Bethesda game, a Microsoft game, or any game that is exclusive that comes out day one on Game Pass, you're basically keeping money in your pocket. So if you're a PlayStation fan and you buy two games, you've already paid for a full year of Game Pass. If you buy the exact same games. And then you got these people out here that don't know anything, so they'll say, if you're not buying the games, you're not supporting the developers. Well, you're not understanding Microsoft purposely paid for the development of these games. So these companies are getting their money back tenfold, 100%, just for developing the game. Microsoft says, you know what? We'll give you everything back. We don't want, we, we're not going to pay you for the game pass, but if somebody decides to pay to, to own the game, they'll get a 10% discount. All that money's going in your pocket. Plus, since you got the game out on PC, I'm sorry, since you got the game out on PlayStation 5, they'll get that money as well. It's a win-win for the developers, man. Microsoft has the money to do it. <sighs> Listen, man, I'm I'm happy for Microsoft. From here until the end of the year, they got at least one exclusive a month 
that's going to be free day one as long as you own your game pass six so six games six times 70 420 you're only going to pay what's that $90 so $90 out of your pocket you're getting $420 worth of games Listen, I don't I don't know about you, man, but I'm I'm loving this Xbox right now. I have no reason to get a PlayStation whatsoever. And then Nintendo. Ooh, Nintendo came out and torched as always. They got your Mario games. They got your Wario games. They got your Japanese games. They got your indie games. Whew. Listen, man. If you're a gamer, not a Sony PlayStation gamer, I'm sorry. PlayStation you got God of War got delayed. Uh, Ratchet and Clank was released, but people are beating the game within the first week. So once you beat it that first week, it's useless. Play- PlayStation, man. While you do have the exclusives, it's not looking good, man. People will continue to be purchasing your console, so you'll still be getting bread. You'll still lead the console in sales. <sighs> But this ain't it for you, man. PC just released a bunch of new new add-ons to your PC to make it much stronger. I would do it, but $2,000 ain't it. <laughs> I can wait. I can wait. Listen, I seen some price drops on some things that I want to upgrade my PC. I haven't upgraded my PC in three years, man. It's a beautiful thing. And it, it runs a lot of these games better than my console, but it doesn't matter. This this is this is greatness, man. I love A3, man. If y'all if y'all could tell, um, with Nintendo, they all they also brought out a Metroid. So Metroid Five is coming for the first time in ten years. If you're a Nintendo Metroid fan, like I'm, I'm excited, man. I got my Switch ready to roll. You know what I mean? So, so we 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 good. We living good here. You know what I'm saying? We we good. Oh my word! Listen, man. In in Xbox, they have another live stream coming up, so I'm recording this part of the pop up on Thursday. I know part of my other one was on Wednesday, but that's why I do these pop ups, man. Because every day I have a thought process, and I just want to add to the pop up. I'm I'm ready to see what Xbox is going to provide. The show is coming in 30 minutes. Um. If I haven't released the pop-up, I'll go back and I'll add it to the end of the pop-up. Oh, man. But I'm I'm excited, man. Whew. As a gamer, man, we, we, we in there. All right. Yeah. Moments y'all been waiting for. Me to talk about sports. Eh. We, we got to talk about this one, man. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Before I switch, I'm sorry. It was just announced that we had two repeat cover athletes for the new Madden Madden 22 and they were just recently on the cover so Madden is going away from switching up to a different cover every year starting to have some repeat offenders so Brady is on the cover and Pat Mahomes is on the cover these guys were just on the cover not more than three not more than five years ago I'm good and then they showed the trailer. It looked like the exact same game. They just added some extra features to the crowd. 
And finally, they might bring back some commentators outside. <sighs> I'm, I'm ready for them to talk about the game more because at, at this moment, I'm not excited. And the game is coming out in two months. Two months today. It come, they said the first day, if you pre-order, is August 17th. So two months to the date that I'm doing this recording. And I'm not excited. Uh, they have to show me a lot. Otherwise, I, I hope 2K is putting out a game this year. I know it won't be a realistic simulation game, but 2K, you have my money, man. You have my money. Give me something. All right, let's talk about basketball. All right, guys. So, basketball, basketball, basketball. Where do I start? How about with the king? That's right, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is balling, man. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, LaMarcus Aldridge, Spencer Dinwiddie. These guys are not playing. But guess who is? The man, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just balling. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is not improving. I'm loving this playoffs. I just hate these injuries in this playoff. The Bucks are fully healthy, and they can't beat an injured New Jersey Brooklyn Nets right now. New Jersey, goodness gracious, that tell you my age. They can't beat the Brooklyn Nets right now. <sighs> Kyrie Irving, he might not come back until later on in the Eastern Conference Finals because they're beating Milwaukee. Till, till Giannis gets a jump shot. Or gets his jump shot back because he had one the first couple of years. I don't know what happened. Milwaukee's not winning. It's it's not it's not happening. Now let's talk about the Phoenix Suns who swept Denver. That was beautiful. But you know what wasn't beautiful? The league suspending Chris Paul. Now mind you, Chris Paul is vaccinated. And I, I, I want to rephrase. I, I said suspended. I didn't mean suspend. He's he's under COVID protocol. So as long as he gets two pos- two negatives, he doesn't have to do the full 10-day quarantine. He gets two negatives back-to-back, and he's back in the game. So hopefully if the Clippers lose and they go to a game seven, then the Western Conference Finals won't start till Tuesday, which gives them more time. But I think he can't get tested until Saturday. So you get tested Saturday, negative. You get tested Sunday, negative. You still can't play. So there, it looks like at this point in time, if if the Clippers win, Chris Paul can come back game two. If the Clippers lose, then he could be available for game one just because of his vaccination. So Phoenix Suns look dangerous, man. I'm picking Phoenix to go into the finals. I, I don't, especially with the next topic that I'm going to quickly bring up. Like I said, I'm doing this pop-up, man, so it's going to be quick hitters. Um, so let's go to the next series, uh, the Clippers and Utah. I really thought Utah had them. Utah's let me down, and not Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is balling, man. But you got guys on his team. They're missing Mike Conley. Mike Conley is clearly missed. Donovan Mitchell is doing entirely too much, and it's showing. Oh, my word. And Rudy Gobert, he's legit a defensive player because his offense is just tragic. But, uh, yeah, it's Donovan Mitchell and everybody else. 
But these Clippers, man, once they found out Kawhi, Kawhi, listen, Kawhi Leonard has been playing out of his mind. And now he caught one of these freak injuries that could possibly be a torn ACL. And Paul George showed up. But not only Paul George, uh, Morris pop balled out. Uh, Reggie Jackson balled out. Like, these guys are stepping up right now. And you know who's missed? Montrez Harrell. Ooh, ooh, I know he wish he was on the other side of La La Land right now. But we're not going to talk about losers. We're talking about the Clippers. Uh, not having Kawhi is going to hurt. And not having Kawhi for the next round if they make it is really going to hurt because you got to have Kawhi in that Phoenix series. Um, And then finally, we're going to go to the last series, the one that I'm really, really happy to talk about, and that's the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers. First of all, let me tell you something about Philly. Philly got to do something in the offseason, man. Yeah, their team is too good to be lacking like this. If if I'm the GM, I'm looking for somebody to get for Ben Simmons. This guy has been in the league entirely too long to not develop somewhat of a mid-range jump shot. It's embarrassing. First of all, let me tell you something about shooters because I used to be a mid-range shooter. My apologies for the cutoff. Um... But, yeah, I think I would get rid of it. It's embarrassing for, for Ben Simmons to, at this point of his career, not even have a free throw. Like, the one thing you have to do is use the free throw line to develop your form for a better jump shot. And he doesn't have it. How many years have Ben Simmons been in the league? Which is, what is this, fifth, sixth? He's on his second contract, and he doesn't have a jump shot. A mid-range. Like people are surprised, people are cheering this man for making free throws. He's a point guard. That's embarrassing. And what's going on in this series with the Hawks is embarrassing. They've had two games when they've been up by twenty, and last night they was up by twenty six, and they lost. But this goes to another point that I've had for years, ever since the year two thousand when I was in college. Doc Rivers is by far an overrated head coach. Now, you have those coaches that know how to use their talent, make them better. And I think he's he's easily made Joel Embiid a better player. Easily. But my, oh my, has he hurt the rest of his team. You can just look at it. Look at it. Look at, look at Philly, man. You telling me you can look at the Philly roster and say that they should be losing to the Atlanta Hawks right now? You, that they should be down 3-2? This series should be over. Now, don't get me wrong. Atlanta's a great team right now. But this is a team that didn't even make the bubble last year. They're playing out of their minds. Part of that is their coach, Nate McMillan, who I love and hate that the fact that Indiana just got rid of him. After they depleted that team, they basically gave this man nothing and blamed him for losing. Think about it. Can you name one player on the Indiana Pacers right now? Don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. He took that team to the playoffs last year and got fired. I don't know, man. I like Atlanta. 
But I think I think Philly's going to take it to seven. But I like Atlanta. I don't trust Philly. You can't. And even if they make it to the next round, Brooklyn's going to beat them because they're going to get James Harden back. And they're going to get Kyrie back. But if I'm Kyrie, I don't play till game five in the next round. <sighs> now, I'm dreaded this topic. Oh, LeBron James got something to say about these freak injuries that it has to deal with the scheduling. So let's look at some of these injuries. <sighs> Anthony Davis. First of all, Anthony Davis get hurt every year, so if you blame scheduling this year, kick rocks. Just kick that to the curb. Let's talk about LeBron. Early in the year, he had an ankle injury. How did that ankle injury come about? Somebody rolled on his foot. Does that have to do with the scheduling? Please. And then what happens when he comes back from that injury and tries to overstretch, tries to overwork? See, when people tell you you got to take your time coming back when you don't do anything, it's it's real. It ain't got nothing to do with the schedule. Now, I got all these idiots, these LeBron stands who keeps coming at me talking about some, I'm only listening to people that's actually playing. Listen, man, if you are an athlete, I don't care what level you play on. You cannot come out of the shadows and come on the court or the field or the pitch or whatever at full speed. Ask James Harden how that worked out for him. James Harden missed about a month and a half. Came back thinking he's the same player. What happened? Pulled a hamstring. That ain't got nothing to do with the schedule. He ain't been playing. It's ridiculous, man. Mike Conley. Mike Conley's been hurt. Every season for like the last few years. They ain't got nothing to do with the schedule, man. He ain't there. He's not. This is annoying. Who else has been hurt? Uh, Victor Oladipo, he, he's coming back from a bad knee injury, a freak meniscus injury. He re-injured the knee, the same knee. There's nothing to do with the schedule. It's a freak injury. <sighs> Joel Embiid, he, he had a bad fall, freak injury. I mean, what, what, what do you want me to say? Chris Paul, shoulder. Because somebody ran into the, his his arm. That's not a freak injury. That's not that's not a fatigue injury. You know what a freak injury is? Calf muscle, hamstring, ACL, Achilles. You know you know it's too much basketball, too much football injury. Nothing. You're in shape. Ask John Stockton about that. Missed 22 games his entire career. 20 years. 22 games missed. 21 was because of injury. It's a joke, man. They're not even playing 82 games. They only want to play back-to-back. Listen, man. You cannot stop and go playing that level of basketball. You can't. That's why they put people on minutes minutes restrictions when they come back from injury because they don't want you to re-injure yourself. It's a joke, man. This man talk about uh and I respect this man. 
to death. Love him to death, man. This man is the best athlete of all time. But before he went to the bubble, they was out for two and a half months. That's not a rest. After the bubble, they missed another month and a half. And even the fact that he went to the finals in the bubble. So you got the guys who didn't go to the bubble. They missed seven months. Six months. I'm sorry. They got the guys who didn't make the playoffs in the bubble. They didn't play for four or five months. That sounds like rest to me. Now, the turnaround after the other season, understandable. Because basically, we see these women that play overseas and then in WNBA. We see the toll that it takes on their bodies. But guess what they're doing that the NBA players are not doing? Travel. NBA players ain't taking these 18-hour flights to other countries to play basketball. 12 hours ago overseas. Those are some freak injuries. Imagine going to a country you don't know nothing about and then breaking a bone in your foot. That's what happened to Alicia Clark. Imagine imagine going overseas and in a championship game you land on somebody's foot. That's what happened to uh, Breonna Stewart. But even those are freak injuries. I Listen, man, the excuses are piling up, man. Every time this man loses, it's an excuse. Every time he wins, it's greatness. And you know who starts these conversations? The stands. Every time I post something on Facebook, every time I post something on Twitter, it's a response. It's not my initial reaction. I ain't got nothing to say about this dude. But if a stand posts something, I'm going to reply because it's stupid. The stands are not stupid. The, the, the remarks that they make are stupid. It's a joke, man. Listen. Put, put, put this in the aspect. The league plays 72 games this year. 10 games less than normal. And guess how many players played all 72? Six. Six. Five hundred over five hundred players played this year. Six players played all seventy-two games. You wanna know how many players missed just for rest? Twenty-five. So you're telling me there's more players that rested than players that missed the games. Kobe Bryant had a had a point. Once I sign that contract, I'm entertaining the fans. You don't pay me to sit on the on the sidelines when I'm able to play. These people pay good money to see what I put on the court. It's disrespectful to the fans. It's disrespectful to myself to sit on the sideline when these people pay their hard-earned money to see me perform. The one thing that I respected about guys like Kobe, the guys like John Stockton, the guys like Carl Malone, who I really don't like, the guys like Hakeem Olajuwon, a lot of the guys that played in the 90s and early 2000s, while they wanted to win, 
They wanted to put everything on the court for their team to win. They knew that they couldn't win without the fans. The fans is number one priority. Because without the fans, you're not paying their contract. Most of these guys that I name only miss games because of injury. They ain't miss, they ain't miss no games because they needed a day off. You need a day off. Talk to your coach about missing a day off practice. Iverson. Allen Iverson had nagging injuries. Never missed a game when he didn't have to. Just a joke, man. You know what Larry Bird used to do when he when he needed a break? He used his left hand. I got the Lakers tomorrow. I'm not going to waste my right hand. I, I'll waste that for tomorrow. Triple-double. Listen, man, we could we could talk about this all we want, man, but we we see where LeBron's head is when he talks about how his focus is on the goon squad. Wonder if LeBron threw this playoffs just so he can start the promotional tour for Space Jam too. Cause soon as he lost, guess what happened? Guess what came out the next day? Thirty for thirty. LeBron versus the Goon Squad. I'm done, man. Not, I, I'm not bringing him up. Unless somebody else posts about this man, I'm not bringing him up no more. How about that? All right. Now I got that out of my chest. It's time to wrap it up. All right. So this is how I'm going to wrap it up. First of all, I want to shout out the GOAT, the real GOAT, Simone Biles. Killing the game. Killing the game. I'm going to mention her every week. I don't care what you say. Simone Biles is a problem. And in a good way. Listen. This is somebody I like to meet. You know you know who I used to like growing up? Dominique Dawes. And she's from my area. When I first met her, she was the greatest. She gave me love for short for short girls. And then I got too tall, so that that canceled that out. But listen, man. Simone Biles, the ultimate competitor. She's doing extra things to show off what she can and can't do. And I love it. Oh, Simone Biles. Greatness. 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 College football. Discussing about extending the college football playoffs to 12 teams. Y'all saw it coming. That money was talking. Will it happen? Yeah. They don't care about they don't care about the health of these players. They don't care about paying these players. So guess what happened? They get that extra money in their pocket. Cause you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna add three SEC schools, three Big Ten schools, have one ACC, one Big Twelve, and one Pac Twelve, just to shut everybody up. It's hilarious, man. Anyway, so I had one more topic that I was going to bring up, but I'm going to wait. Matter of fact, I'll talk about it. No, 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 I'll wait. I'll wait. So check out next week's pop-up. I appreciate everybody for joining in. Um, if you guys want to throw in a comment or a question, the link will be on my Twitter, BigIrv716, B-I-G-I-R-V-716, no spaces. On my Facebook page, Irvin Payne. My Facebook group, Big Irv versus the People. 
And I hope you guys enjoy your week. Summertime's around the corner. Want to give a shout out to my cousin, man. Happy birthday, June 16th, 24, baby. Just get started with you, man. Life is great. Let's live it. Y'all know how we do. Fight. Get rid of this COVID so we can go back, man. Birthday's coming up next month. I hope y'all be blessed, man. Cicadas are gone, finally. Somewhat. Not really. Not really. Them things won't ever die. But anyway, love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Follow me on social media, B-I-G-R-R-V-716. Just type it in there. It'll pop up. All right. About to get ready to watch this Xbox Showcase Part Duh. Hopefully, they'll talk about the EA side so I can see what they're going to do outside of Madden because that first trailer was garbage. Love y'all, man. Peace out.